What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the Nexus Podcast, we are going to talk about something that I have been on a journey for now for the last 60 plus days. And as we dive into it, I'm going to share five things that I have learned as a result of my journey of this specific challenge that I'll talk about and I'll lay out inside of this episode. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast. Guarantee you that these five keys will change your life. Enjoy. If you are a client inside of my office, then you likely already know that I'm doing this challenge called 75 Hard. Now, 75 Hard was developed by a guy named Andy Frisella. And it's basically a challenge. You can do it for free. And there are a few very, very simple rules. And those simple rules go like this. The first rule is that you must work out two times a day in two separate uh, sessions for 45 minutes each workout. Now, the workouts can be whatever you would like them to be, but you have to work out two separate times a day, 45 minutes each, and the kicker to this is that one of those workouts has to be outside. So if you're in Southern California, not too bad in the wintertime. If you're in Indiana or one of those other Midwestern or East Coast states, I have no idea how you're going to get through this, but you could if you wanted to. You just got to suck it up. It's really a mental challenge. It's not necessarily a physical challenge, but that's the first part of it. The next piece of it is you must take a progress picture of yourself every single day. Next piece of it, you have to read 10 pages from an actual book. No podcasts, no ebooks. It must be from an actual book, 10 pages every single day. You got to drink a gallon of water a day. You got to drink, follow a specific diet every day. And you are not allowed to have any cheat meals or alcohol. And if you fail, then you must start over. So the whole goal of this 75 hard is to do this exactly what I laid out to you for 75 days. So I just want to preface that on the front end. So you know exactly what I've gotten myself into over the course of the last 59 days. Today is day 59 and will likely be day 60 plus by the time you're hearing this episode. But I wanted to lay it out like this in the beginning because there are five things that I've learned so far as I really reflect on my experience of doing this 75 hard journey. Now, the goal of this episode is not to brag about myself, but to share some things that I have found powerful and I've realized and I've learned that I think are principles that could apply to anyone's life, regardless of if you try to do this challenge or not. So I have no affiliation with the challenge. Like I said, it's a free thing to do. I laid out the rules at the beginning. If you're interested in doing it, I would highly encourage you to try it will absolutely change one, it will change your body. Two, it will change your mindset. And as I started reflecting today on the things that I thought were most important, like what have I learned from this experience? Because that's the ultimate thing, right? Is like, I want to make my mind stronger. And so part of making my mind stronger is figuring out, all right, in any given set of circumstances, what have I learned from this journey, from this process? Now, everybody isn't going to experience this the same way, but these are my five biggest takeaways. And I think sharing them with you will allow you to get to a place where you can start to do more, be more, have more, because that's what it's all about is I want to uplift the community that we live in. I want to uplift the people who are listening to this episode. And I think laying out these principles is super crucial to start to change the mindsets of more people in the world, because ultimately that's what we need. If we're not constantly growing, then we're shrinking or we're shriveling away and we're dying. And the goal is constant growth forever and ever and ever. And so here are the five things that I have learned from 75 hard thus far. These are in no particular order, but the first one is this, is that you can do more than you think you can. When I started this journey, 
I did not have a belief within my body that it was possible for me to do two separate 45-minute workouts per day. And there are a number of ways that I thought this was true. On one level, I believe that I didn't have enough time to work out twice a day for 45 minutes. The other thing was that I didn't think that my body could physically handle that much stress, plus being bent over people all day adjusting them. And it leads to this interesting thing because I had all these stories inside of my head. I was telling myself this lie that my body couldn't handle it or I couldn't do it or it was going to be too intense for me because I'd heard people talk about this challenge for a long time and I was never really drawn to it until one of my best friends, Dr. David Lutz, started talking about himself doing it. And that's when I wanted to jump in because I wanted to experience it with him. And I realized that experiencing it with someone could be crucial. And so here's the thing is that your abilities are greater than you think that they are. Just like I had this limiting belief, this limiting story about who I was as a person or what my body was capable of, I forgot. And this is important to understand. I forgot that we Each of us, you, me, your kids, your parents, your family members, your best friends, your worst enemies, all of them have an infinite potential. Like we have a God-given potential within us that allows us to express life in the highest ways possible. Now, there are specific things that you must do in order to express that health. One of those being have a healthy nervous system. You just have to have the energy in order to find your place in yourself in a place where you can start to do more and you can live up to this infinite potential. And what I realized with this challenge is that I wasn't pushing myself enough. I had beliefs within my head. I was telling myself a story that would allow me to sleep in until 5.30 or hit snooze until 6.15 and not get up. And what I realized is that I don't need 10 hours of sleep. Like for the last 75, or I'm sorry, for the last 60 days that I've been doing this challenge, the thing that I've really realized is that I actually have more energy by waking up earlier and doing a workout first thing in the morning. It's crazy. Let me say that one more time. I have more energy by waking up early at 4.15 and doing a workout, going for a run or lifting weights or doing CrossFit, or maybe some days it's been walking because my body's felt physically wrecked. But it's given me more energy to be with the people that I love. It's given me more energy to put into other things as well. And so there's this whole misconception that I had about this challenge in the first place or about working out in general is that, oh, there's only so much energy. No, energy is unlimited. Your energy can be unlimited if you follow a certain set of procedures, protocols, and take care of your body the way that you should. And this is what I really realized is that working out twice a day, I actually have more energy, I'm more excited, I'm more fulfilled, my body feels better as a result of working out twice a day. Now, can you push it and overdo it? Absolutely, this is where recovery comes into the conversation, but we're not gonna go down that route. One of the things I really noticed within this is that me eating as clean as possible for these last 60 days has really given my body a new level of energy. Yes, I'm getting adjusted. Yes, I'm doing all the things that I preach, meditation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, I truly believe that because I have changed my nutrition and I have it so dialed in right now, it allows my body the building blocks to build itself up and not deteriorate itself. And it's just like if you were gonna build a house, you could build your house with crappy materials or you can build them with really strong sound materials. One's gonna last a lot longer and this has been my experience. So having a healthy nervous system has allowed me the capacity, it's opened up the infinite potential, but then I have to do a certain set of things like eat well and take care of my body recovery-wise, et cetera, et cetera. So number one, 
You can do more that you, than you think you can do. Your abilities that you have are far, far greater than you could ever imagine. There are certain things you need to do to tap into those. I would argue chiropractic care being the most important thing that you could do. And you will allow your body a place where you can do more. You can, you can do more. So whatever the story you're telling yourself right now is of why you can't, just realize that you can. You absolutely 100% can. It is possible. You deserve it. Go after it. Reach out to me if you want some advice on how to start doing this. Number two, play the long game. Playing the long game is the key to success. So this is the deal, is that I realized very early on in this challenge, I was trying to do the hardest 45 minute long CrossFit workouts that I could possibly do and do those twice a day. That is not sustainable. By any means, it's not sustainable. So what I realized is there's a long game in play, and I think this applies to the entire to life as a whole. And you've heard the children's story of the tortoise and the hare. It's the exact same principle as like the long game is what actually matters. And the long game matters because here's what I realized is that I'm not running when I wake up and run in the morning. I'm not running six minute miles. I'm not running seven minute miles. I'm running like eight and a half to nine and a half minute miles, depending on the hills or the route that I choose to run and how my body's feeling that day. Here's the thing. Anybody can run six minute miles for one mile. Some people who are super elite can probably do it for a few miles, but to be able to do it day in, day out, every single day, it's going to wear the body down. You're not giving the body a chance to rest. And so this is the thing is that long game matters. So I think of it like this. If I gave you the exact same car that I have, and we both have the exact same vehicle, we put the exact same gas in it. They're both finely tuned up. They have perfect oil change, brand new, ready to go. And we start on the interstate and we're going to drive down the freeway and we're going to have a race. And one of us is going to go hundred miles an hour, weaving in and out through traffic. And one of us is going to go 55 miles an hour in the slow lane. I can guarantee you that the car doing hundred miles an hour is going to run out of gas much, much sooner than the car coasting at 55 miles per hour. Meaning that the car that's going slower will actually get further in the long run. It's a long game. So you have to do things that are sustainable. And this is what I realized is like running as fast as I can or pushing my body as hard as I can is not sustainable. Pushing my body to its limit within sustainability, but knowing that I could do it day in, day out, day after day, after day, after day, that's the important piece. And within this comes consistency is because listen, you, anybody can do something for one day, but it's so, so difficult to stay consistent. And this is the most important principle. I think that applies to all of us is consistency is what matters. Some people can do things for a week or a month, but could you do it for 60 days or could you do it for 90 days or could you do it for 120 days? And it could go on and on and on, but you got to find ways to make it sustainable so that you can do things for the long haul. This would apply to your business. This would apply to your marriage. Sure. You can do great. Go on a date night, uh, spend a whole bunch of money, take your date out to the montage and spend a bunch of money on food, et cetera, et cetera. But is that going to be sustainable for you and your lifestyle long-term? Maybe not. So how do you make smaller date nights that you can last and do them week after week, after week, after week, after week. And when everybody else gets exhausted, you can just continue to march forward and get and chip away at your success little by little, by little, by little, by little, and never, ever stop. This is how the most successful people get super successful. If you've ever read the book Principles by Ray Dalio, one of the things he talks about is that his key, like most people don't hit their prime until they're 50 plus. And so just continuing and never, ever stopping is key. So number one is you can do more than you think you can do. You 
your abilities are much, much greater than you think. Number two, play the long game. That's the key to success. Number three, create healthy habits in one area and you will benefit in all areas. So let me just give you a simple rundown of what I mean by this is that as a result of me doing 75 hard, I've noticed a number of things where I used to come home exhausted at the end of the day after adjusting lots of clients here in our office. I found myself where I would sit on the couch. I would veg out. I would make my wife do all the dishes. I would make her do all the cleanup. And after that was after she'd already prepped dinner and done the dishes to get the thing, get the house clean and everything else that she would normally do. And so what I realized is after doing 75 hard and being committed to something for long enough, I have more energy to help her out with the dishes. I have more energy to be present with Coco. I have more energy to get things done even when I want to sit around and procrastinate. And I have more energy to sit on the floor and stretch every single night instead of just vegging out and watching Netflix and unwinding. And so here's the thing that I think is super important. If you create healthy habits in one area, it's going to influence other areas. And I see this time and time again with people that I take care of specifically is like they come in, they haven't necessarily been eating clean. They haven't necessarily been connecting to their husband or spouse or their partner in the way that they should. And as a result of simply getting under chiropractic care and being consistent with that, they've noticed that they want to change their diet and they want to lose weight and they start connecting with their spouse or their partner more and they start connecting with their kids more and they start making more time for things that matter that are ultimately going to move them closer to their goals in life where they feel more fulfilled. And so this is important thing is if you start creating healthy habits in just one area, it's going to benefit other areas. One of the biggest things I noticed is that I used to pre 75 hard every night I would sit on the couch and I would tell myself, oh man, I should be stretching right now. I should be sitting here. I should get off the couch. I should go sit sit on the floor. I should get a foam roller. I should get a lacrosse ball. I should get the little rolly stick and I should start to roll out and actually stretch my legs and provide and take care of my body, especially because I have to be bent over people all day taking care of clients. Instead, what would I do? I would sit on the couch. We would watch an episode of something on Netflix and then we would go to bed and I would do this time and time and time and time again. Like literally every night I would just tell myself in my head, I need to stretch. I need to stretch. I need to stretch. I'd never do it. So fast forward 75 hard 60 days in every single single day I'm sitting on the floor, I'm stretching for at least 10, 15 minutes. And it's been this whole nightly routine. And the only thing that's changed is I've added other healthy habits because I have the energy and the capacity to do those things. So again, going back to number one is you can do more than you think you could do. It was all completely a story for me. And once I broke that story or that false belief, I've given myself the capacity and you can do the same too, to do more, take on more because creating healthy habits in one area will benefit you in all areas of your life. So number four, there is power in simply starting. There's power in simply starting. Most people live in a land of uncertainty and maybes. And I think that this is the killer to most people's dreams and passions and desires and them living the life that they truly, truly love. There is power in simply starting. For me, I used to look at 75 hard and tell myself the story of it was too difficult. I couldn't do it. I didn't need to do it when in fact, I actually really needed the push and I should have been doing it a long, long time ago. And here's what I realized is that instead of me living in that land of uncertainty of like, maybe I'll do it. Maybe it's important. Maybe I would get results. I finally decided and I committed to going all in with it and it has been transformational for my life. And the same is true for you. So whatever it is in your life that you're seeking, Instead of living in the land of uncertainty and maybes, just say yes or say no and live with your decision. 
This is so, so important. I hear so many people, some people that are clients that I work with, they're like, I'll think about it or let me get back to you. And, and they already know that the answer is no, but instead of saying no, they live in this land of uncertainty and then nothing ever gets done. Done. I might do this. I might go and do this. I might go and do this. How about just saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Or yes, I am going to do that. I'll see you there. If you start to live in the land of certainty, it will allow you a place where you can start and live with that decision or not start and live with that decision. But the maybe middle ground, gray area, it's not going to help you get to where you want to go in terms of your goals and results and your deepest desires within inside of your life. And I've realized this for me personally, again, starting this 75 heart. And then lastly, number five, if you don't hold yourself accountable, how could you hold yourself, hold anyone else accountable? I'm going to ask that question one more time. So number five is actually a question. And this is the question. If you don't hold yourself accountable, how could you hold anyone else to that standard or hold them accountable the way that they expect you to? So here's what I noticed is that inside of my office, people would often ask me about nutrition. People would often ask me about exercise. And even though I was doing CrossFit and I was doing it multiple days a week, I wasn't really consistent with it. I really actually wasn't pushing my body that hard for like the last year and a half, probably because I felt so exhausted. I felt so drained of energy, but it was because I hadn't set up a series of healthy habits within my office and in my life in general. And so as I started to eat cleaner, I now have the ability and the congruency to be able to hold people to that higher standard. So when someone asks me about nutrition, I can help them and give them answers with their nutrition because it's something that I'm living right now. So you can't hold someone accountable if you don't hold yourself accountable in that area. One of my mentors a long time ago, he told me that you're only willing to accept things that other people do if you accept those things within yourself. And so I started realizing like, where do people talk to me that's slightly degrading or where, how do people treat me a certain way or, and noticing these little incongruencies where it's like, yeah, people talk to me or treat me that way or have these experiences in my life because I don't hold myself to the same standard that I would expect them to hold me to. So first you have to focus on you. And you've heard this lots of times before, but you have to hold yourself accountable. So once you hold yourself accountable, then and only then can you hold other people accountable. The best example of this would be everybody laughed at me because I hate liver pate. I think it's disgusting, but we had our daughter eating it from when she was very, very young. And one of the reasons we had her eating it is because it's super, super healthy for the brain and for neurodevelopment. Plus there's a little bit of iron in there. And so as we're having our daughter eat this, I always told people like, yeah, I eat it as well. Like I'll sit there and eat little bits of it with her. And they're like, it's disgusting. Why do you think, and you think it's so gross. Why would you do that? But I wanted to hold myself to the same accountability that I was asking her to be held at. And so I think this is true with things like nutrition, with meditation, with showing up for appointments. If you're not showing up in one area of your life, I would ask, where else are you not showing up? And the same is true with it, with all of these is that if you can't hold yourself accountable, then how could you hold anybody else to that standard? So those are the five keys, my friends. Number one, you can do more than you think you can do. Your abilities are far, far greater than you think. Number two, play the long game. It is the key to success. Number three, create healthy habits in one area and it's going to benefit all areas of your life. Number four, there is power in simply starting. Make a decision, move forward with that decision. And number five, if you don't hold yourself accountable, how can it, you hold anyone else to that same standard? My friends, I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you got some value out of this episode, I'm going to ask that you please leave a rating, leave a review. This is how we get it in the hands of more people. Also, the best way to keep up with us is check us out on Instagram and Facebook. It's at nexusfamilychiropractic.com. Again, at nexusfamilychiropractic. Love and appreciate every single one of you. We'll come at you again next week. Peace. 
listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.